want to start off by, by sharing you my journey because I think it's important because this is what has allowed me to gain experience in the market. This has allowed me to really understand the process in, in which it takes to become a consistently profitable trader. And what you're seeing in front of you is a chart of how to never give up in business. And this is something that I work on with uh, students when we're teaching about business, with uh, athletes when we're, when we're dealing with coaching and with traders when we're talking about what the path to success really looks like because what you'll find is that many people have a false expectation of what it takes to be successful including myself and one of the reasons that we believe in being transparent here and, and really not like kind of the other clowns you see on the internet that are like oh yeah get rich quick yeah just enter the system and and, and win right away is because we don't want you doing anything that you don't want to do. I think the best way to be successful is to be prepared. Know what you're getting into before you get into it. Would you guys agree? And of course, there's always going to be the unknown. But if you, if you have an idea of what it takes, of what you're getting into, you can prepare for it. If I told you, hey man, hey Dion, this is easy. You're going to make it right away. You have this false expectation. And then when the waters get rough, guess what? Now you panic, right? Instead of just being a little bit in stress, you're in de-stress and there's a big difference. So we always believe in showing transparency, telling you, hey, this is hard. This is hard. It's going to suck. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to take a lot of energy. It's going to take years off your life. It's going to take hair off your head. But it is doable. It is doable. And if you know what you're getting into, and of course you surround yourself with others who are doing it, it just it you have a better chance of being successful. So, yeah, I would say yeah, Char yeah Charles and Darren still have hair on their head. Um, Jason Grayson and myself, we're we're losing it at a at a, a rapid rate, and it's it's no doubt due to trading. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll take you through my journey, and and, I, and I'll, I'll try to be as brief as possible, as you know, that way I don't I don't waste too much of your time here, but. Um, I, I first got started in trading really in the stock market. It was right out of, right out of college. I graduated college. Um, this was right pre-recession here in the U.S. And I got into investing because it was the next step of really just learning about money. And what happened was I fell in love with it. I, I fell in love with investing the, the game. Um, and I was also pretty good at it. Now, as I look back, I, I always, you know, as I look back, I don't think I had any idea what I was doing. I always think I just got involved at the perfect storm. I got involved right before the recession. So everything that I was buying was going up. And then as the recession hit, everything went down. And I just bought everything for cheaper when it went down and went back up. And I, I know that is skill-based. But part of me, especially with the knowledge I know now, is like, ah, maybe I just got a little bit lucky. But whether I got lucky or not, I was able to make some money from it. And I was able to really fall in love with something, develop a passion. It was something that... I loved, I enjoyed doing, I woke up every day and I wanted to do it. And it was something that I was good at and something that I can see becoming a career and really creating freedom of time, right? I've always been a workaholic, right? At the time I was working three jobs, I was basically working from seven o'clock in the morning, right? Seven o'clock in the morning to three o'clock uh, in the afternoon, working with children that had mental and behavioral health issues in the schools. I was working from three o'clock to six o'clock as a track and field coach. I was taking graduate classes from six o'clock to nine o'clock. And then from about 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock, I was a janitor. I was cleaning toilets and, and cleaning banks and making a lot of money. Um, but it definitely 
was uh, <laughs> it took up a lot of time. It took up all of my time. I wasn't happy and it wasn't something that I can see going on into the future, right? $35,000 a year was great coming out of college, um, but it's not nothing that's going to work out once I have a family and especially the time of working all the time isn't great for being with a family and, and being with your kids. Um, so I always wanted something different. And once I got my feet wet in the market and, and, and again, thought I was good, I wanted to pursue trading as something more than just a hobby, right? So what I did was I quit all three of those jobs, guys. I said, you know what? Let's quit and let's go full-time trading. Or let's, let's embark on the path of becoming a full-time trader. And I knew it was going to take time, but it was well worth the investment. And this is something that many people don't take into account. A lot of, let me ask you guys this. How long do you think it takes to become a, a consistently profitable trader? What have you heard? Three years, three to five years, two years, one to two years, five. Okay, we, we've got an educated group here, guys. I'm, I'm, you would expect people to be like, oh, yeah, one month. I respect you guys. Look at that. Pretty educated group. Yeah, usually about, you know, two years is when you start finding your groove, right? And that's assuming, you know, once you've learned, two years is when you start uh, finding your groove. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the 10,000 hour thing. Um, I, I, I don't really believe in that number. I, I think it was made up with no good reasoning um, because it's not about how much time you spend on doing something. It's about the time you spend doing something the right way. Um, so, you know, I can spend $10,000 fiddling my thumbs. Um, <laughs> that's not going to give me the result, but I get what you mean. A lot of time needs to be dedicated. And my mindset was this, because when you, when, when you tell a normal crowd that, hey, guys, hey, 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 uh, hey, Wiley, it's going to take you two years to become a consistently profitable trader. A lot of people look at you like, oh, 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 two years. Really? Not, not two days, not two months, no, two years. But if you put it in perspective, right? If it takes you two years to learn and develop a skill and that skill can affect you for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Is that two years worth it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So that's the mindset I took. And again, I say this because everyone called me crazy. Um, I thought it would take a year at first, a little bit naive, but um, everyone called me crazy. But I was looking bigger picture. I said, if I can learn, if I can invest my time now while I'm young, while I'm 22, 23 and learn this skill, I can have something that can set me up for the rest of my life. So I was I was willing to do so. Then as I actually got into trading, I was humbled. Um, I had success in stocks very early on, like I told you. I thought it would be easy. I switched over to the Forex market because I heard all the stuff on the internet about how you can make more money in less time with a smaller bank account, and that checked all three boxes, right? You can tell me I can make more money with less money in a shorter period of time? Oh, yeah, I'm in. And again, at this time, I'm a little bit cocky because I had really good success in the stock market, and everyone's like the big bad stock market. You know, Forex would have been just that much easier. And what happened is as I got experience, I started lowering my expectations, right? Th this was my original plan. Don't, don't laugh at me. It, it was, I laid out a simple plan. I, I'm a very big planner. And I laid out a plan to make 20 pips a day. I said, anyone can make 20 pips a day, right? 
So if I just make 20 pips a day, five days a week, how many pips is that a week? 100, all right? Average, what, four weeks in a month? How many, how many pips is that per month? 400, right? 12 months in a year. How many pips is that a year? Right? And I did the math and I, you know, I plugged in all the numbers and I said, you know what? You know, with you know, really aggressive money manager strategy, I'd be a millionaire in six years. Easy. It, it, it was all planned out. Six years. Six years, a millionaire. Just off 20 pips a day. The formula worked. It had to be that simple. Don't laugh at me, Greg. It's just, it's, don't, don't laugh. <laughs> just, I was really serious about this um, until I actually started trying to do it. And I realized that 20 pips a day is a little bit harder than it seems. And this is when I had to really lower my expectations. I had to understand that, hey, uh, learning to trade is, is going to be a little bit different than just or a little bit more difficult than just going into the market and getting it done. I, I actually I actually had to had to learn something. And this is when I really accepted, hey, this is probably going to take more time and more effort and more energy than I originally thought. And that trading is a lot different than what you see on the Internet. And this is when I started really getting away from trading forms and getting away from all those ads that tell me I can make money really, really quick. The reality is that it, it didn't it didn't didn't work that way. So it was at this point when I decided to get help. Right. And I, I got some coaching and. I, I didn't intend on getting coaching um, because, again, I, I had an ego. I, I, you know, in my life up to this point, I got where I got just from working hard, right? My whole thing was if you work harder, you find success. It, it worked in school. It worked in every job I had. If I just work harder, it worked in sports, work harder, put forth more effort than everyone else, and I'll be successful. And I thought it would be the same thing in trading, and it, and it, it wasn't. And eventually I got... Um, I decided to get coaching and I decided to get coaching when I really discovered that I was doing something wrong. Now, later in the week, we're going to give you guys a trader assessment, very similar to the one I took. But what happened was I was going around the internet, right? On just random sites looking for get rich quick schemes and whatnot. And I ran across a, a trader assessment. It was basically like a survey that, you know, asked questions about my trading. So I, I filled it out because again, I was unemployed and nothing better to do. And I got a call that night. And I got a call from what would end up being my trading coach and trading mentor walking me through the assessment, asking me some questions. And, you know, the question like, hey, so what do you trade? Well, you know, I'm a breakout trader, you know, I draw, draw trend lines on there and I, you know, I wait for the break and I catch the run, you know, like, you know, stuff like that. Real, real cocky, real cocky. So, OK, well, you're a breakout trader. OK, well, you know, how do you define a breakout? You, you know, when price breaks the, the trend line. So what do you mean by break the trend line? Well, when it, um, you know, it goes past it. Well, like it, it goes past it or it closes past it. Uh, you know, like uh, I, I didn't have any rules, but I'm trying to I'm trying to BS this guy. Um, when, when it uh, it you know, when it when it closes past it. OK, when, when it closes past it, by how much? Uh, to, uh, uh, and this went on for about an hour. Just me trying to find excuses, excuses, excuses. And I, en I ended up realizing that I had no plan. Right. How many of you guys are in that position right now? where you think you have a trading plan because you, you know some concepts, but you don't really have a rules-based trading plan? Anybody in that, in that same ship? 
Yeah, that was me. And I, and I, I didn't want to admit it because I, I thought I knew what I was doing. And, and don't get me wrong. And, and I knew the information. And look, a lot of you guys, oh, yeah. It's funny. One person, every, everyone, no one wanted to type it in. And then as soon as one person said, uh, me, everyone else, oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> right? I'll tell you one thing. Don't for you guys that are here for the first time in, in a workshop. Um, this is not like a trading forum. This is not a place where you're going to get shamed. Um, this is this is a community, right? We, we we have been recognized in Forbes magazine for really c- constructing the best community of traders, right? So there is no shame. We want you to be honest because we're going to be honest with you guys. Um, but yeah, I, I had I had concepts. I just didn't have any rules for concepts. Imagine someone being in the kitchen. I had all the ingredients. I just didn't know how to put them together in a way that worked. Um, so it was helpful to talk to a trading coach to kind of kind of admit that. It was the first time I ever admitted that I, I needed help. And, and it's, again, someone that's very prideful, very stubborn. That was tough for me. Um, but looking back, that was a, a changing moment in my trading. As you can see, it made me stronger. So moving forward to the next section, and, and this was kind of, I kind of combined these two, uh, persist slash fake it till you make it. We're going to fast forward to, uh, you know, learning how to trade and getting coached, all that stuff and fighting through the learning curve. Right. Is anyone familiar with Mark Douglas? Famous author. Recently passed away a couple of years ago. Mark Douglas, Mark Douglas wrote the book Trading in the Zone, wrote the book The Disciplined Trader. Yeah, um, I think those are those are two mandatory readings for you guys, but. What he does is he, he has three, uh, well, does it's open. Don't be sorry. You heard of him now. You've just learned something, right? Our goal is to, to have you come away from this workshop learning something. You've got it in the first 20 minutes. Congratulations. But he categorizes traders into three categories, right? Imagine at the bottom are just the losers, right? I'm sure there's another professional way to say it, but those are the losers. Those are the traders that just struggle. Most of them get involved because they have the wrong mindset. They think it's a get-rich-quick scheme. When they realize it's not that, right, they just quit and find the next get-rich-quick scheme. I'm sure we all know people like that. I'm sure some of you in here are like that right now. The top section are, and I would say about 40 to 50% of traders are at that bottom section. Top section are, are your consistently profitable traders, right? There's about 10% that are up there. Right. Ten percent. Really, really, really good traders. And you, you can divide that section into kind of even your, your super traders and then your your good traders. And then in the middle, 40 percent is where most traders lie. And that's called your boomer busters. And I would expect that many of you guys here in the workshop this week are in that category where. You know, information. You've seen success. You haven't seen enough success to kind of make it to that next level yet. You're good enough not to just fail. Right. So you struggle and you you struggle, but not struggle enough to blow your account. You have success, but not enough success to kind of make trading anything more than just a hobby. And that's not a bad category to be at, um, because if you were bad, you would have lost by now. You wouldn't be here today. You would have gone on to something else. So it means that you have the right ideas. You just need something. There is something missing in there that's going to take you to that next level of success. And and hopefully this workshop is going to help you find it. But that's where I was at. I was in that boomer buster category um, where I knew concepts. I had a lot of psychological issues. Um, 
and I kept bouncing from system to system because of those psychological issues. Any any system hoppers in here? And by that, I mean you, you trade something and then when it stops working, you move on to the next thing. On to the next, on, on to the next one. Right? That's where I was, I was stuck at. And again, I would, at the time, I, I wouldn't call it psychological issues. At the time, I would just blame it on the system or the market conditions or the broker or my next door neighbor, whoever else I can shift blame to aside from myself. But as I look back on it, it was all me. It was all trading psychology and, and all really a wrong approach to learning. Eventually, I got past that stage, right? I found what I thought was success at the time. And this is at the peak of the mountain, right? The peak of the mountain. I had gone on to start a money management business after rejection, 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 rejection. I finally found my first kind of big client, gave me a quarter mil, quarter mil. I remember scariest moment of my life, right? Scariest moment of my life. And I'm, I'm from a, a, a not so great city. I remember scariest moment. I'm in, I'm in New York, New York train station. Late at night. Trying to catch the train home. I've got a check for a quarter mil in my pocket. Never been that paranoid in my life. Maybe one of the reasons I'm so paranoid now. Never been that paranoid in my life. I felt like I had invisible jeans on and everyone can see inside of it. But that was kind of the, the top of my mountain at the time. And everything was going well until I started comparing myself to others. Now, let me ask you guys this. Have you ever had success in trading? But then you see someone on the Internet and they're displaying more success and all of a sudden, your success doesn't feel like success anymore? Anybody been there? It's like when you have that one friend, you have good news, and then that one friend comes out with better news and just overshadows you. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, but what happened was, I was having success, and one of the, the, the big client that I was working with was a little bit greedy. And because he was greedy and wanted to produce more money, we started doing some things with the position sizing, which I didn't want to do, but I had no backbone at the time, and I did it anyway. And long story short, came the dip. I lost about $30,000 basically in a week. Technically, it was a month, but most of it happened in a week. Yep. And that's not the bad part of the story. Not only did I lose $30,000, but I was so depressed and hurt that I stopped trading for a week. Now, who can guess what happened in that week that I decided to stop trading? Who can guess? Yep. I would have made $60,000 back if I would have just stuck to my system. If I would have just stuck to trading my system and, and did what I was supposed to do, take the signals that were provided, I would have made $60,000 back. But I didn't. And it was at this point where I wanted to quit trading. Uh, this was kind of the, again, this is the worst of the worst. This is the my deepest, darkest moment. And you can see on the chart, it says right before success, you will face the worst. I didn't notice at the time. I just thought the worst would get worse. Um, and it was tough. 
And for some reason, uh, mainly be maybe because I'm such a competitor, I just decided to give it one more go. I had no intentions of, of continuing trading. I thought the end was near. And I just decided, hey, let's, let's, let's give it one more go. Yes, this is live. Yep. And on this one more go, I decided to go back to the basics. Because what I realized was that I was trading, but I didn't really know why I was trading. Or I didn't really know what I was trading, right? I, I knew a bunch of systems and strategies. But I didn't really know how to actually trade the markets. Right? Is anyone like that? Do any of you guys know a strategy, but you don't know how to trade the markets? Here, here's a funny story, a little bit embarrassing, but funny now that I'm successful. I was a trend continuation trader. Right? I was a trend continuation trader, which means I'm supposed to catch moves that are with the underlying trend. Guess what I didn't know how to identify? Don't laugh at me, promise. Promise, don't laugh at me. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to identify the trend. So like I knew the signal, I, I, I knew the signal, right? Draw Fibonacci on, if Fibonacci comes to 382, then sell, look for 127 extension for targets. I, I knew the system, like the back of my hand, but I couldn't actually read a market. I couldn't tell you if we were trending or not. And I don't know why it took me so long, probably because my, my mindset was on making money instead of learning how to trade. One day it hit me and I was like, that's a problem. That is a problem. And long story short, I ended up fixing that problem and uh, eventually turning myself back into a consistently profitable trader. And here I am today. But the biggest lesson that I learned during that period, and this is the, the, the best bit of advice I can give you. Don't learn what to trade. Learn how to trade. What do you think that means? I want everyone to type it in, right? You guys need to be involved. You need to be involved. It's a very important part of learning, right? Do you guys know you only, you only retain 5% of what you hear? 10% of what you read? If you read it and hear it from a presentation like this, you retain 20%. Demonstrations, you retain, what, 30%? However, if you participate in a group decision, you retain 50%. Hugo says, what a crap this live is. You can leave, Hugo. Do we have a button where we can kick him out? If you're not happy, you can leave. We're looking to trim the fat here. So there's a, there's a big X on the top right of your screen. Feel free to click it. Learning a process of trading is more important than putting on a trade. Yep. It doesn't matter if your knife is not sharp enough. Uh, you can use it properly. If you can use it properly, you can cut a tree. Reading a little bit of the responses. It means you have to focus on learning the fundamentals. Learn how to execute your trading plan. Don't focus on strategies on how to get in. Focus on your skill and ability to read a price chart. That opens up all strategies. Learn the process of trading, not just thinking of buying and selling. Learn to read the charts all together rather than just finding buys and sells. I love it. How to trade, learn how to read the market and handle your emotions and identify trades. Love it. Learning the process of trading is more important than putting on a trade. I love it, guys. I love it. Acquiring skills is more important. The process helps shape, shape you and gets you ready to know how to react in every situation. That is very important, Stephen. 
I can't tell you how important that one is. Learning the skills allows you to adapt and react to, react to every situation. I love it. So when we talk about learning how to trade, I think we can all agree that's important. What is the, the spine of learning how to trade? What would you guys say? What is the spine? What is, what is the, the thing, no matter what type of trade you want to be, counter trend, trend continuation, indicators, systems, right? What is the most important thing you should learn? Price. Price. Learn how to read price. That is your spine. And then you build from there. And this was what I didn't know how to read, believe it or not. Just because my mindset was so off. It was just strategy, make money. I didn't associate reading a price chart with making money. I was like, well, this doesn't directly make money. Just get me to the strategy. Did you go leave? I hope so. Is he gone? I love when we get people like that that speak in because it, it just it, it shows the difference between the successful traders and the non-successful traders, the mindset. So I like to think of price in, you know, I like to teach it in, in really three ways, right? There is what we believe price looks like. There is the reality of what price looks like, price and reading a trend looks like. And then there is a harsh, a harsh reality. Mm -hmm.